0: Good morning, good morning, morning. 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 everybody having a great time at camp, that's good, I hope everybody slept good last night, I know that I did, it's the first time I've been to camp and slept as good as as I did last night. Um, normally, when I'm at camp, I am usually in a cabin with a bunch of guys, and they never let you go to sleep, right, counselors? The guys never let you go to sleep. This morning, we're going to take a quick look, and, it, and I say quick, we're going to get through this a little quicker than we did last night. Um I held you up a little bit last night, and I'll try not to do that again this morning. But any time you get into God's Word and He keeps telling you to hit this point, hit that point, hit this point, because people need to hear it, then you just can't stop. And I guess I'm one of them people that can be accused of not knowing when to stop, okay? But, hope everybody's having a great time. Uh, I know that uh, they got a whole lot more planned for you throughout the week. How about this rain? I hadn't had rain back home for four weeks, and we had forgotten what water was like, you know, coming out of the sky. Uh, so I'm hoping that we're getting this back home also and not just down here. But it's fun because it's not as hot, but I know it's not fun for you all you want to go swimming but yeah maybe you can still swim i don't know as long as it's not lightning i guess you can swim you can swim in the lightning i wouldn't advise it um you know you might go see jesus a little earlier than what you wanted that i don't know but um i hope every one of you is that me yeah 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 okay all right um Hope everyone of is uh, bright and sunny this morning. when I come into the uh, mess hall this morning and uh, i seen some faces. there was some smiling and, and uh, laughing going on, you know, and everything. Then there was some yawning going on and then there some of them looked like they hadn't been to bed yet, and you know I won't mention no names, but they were at my table and um, uh, where I was sitting. And uh, But it wasn't Austin. Um, so, I remembered your name. Didn't I? You didn't think I would. I am terrible with names. And in front of all of you, I want to apologize to Uncle Paul. Because I called him Bob last night. <laughs> I don't know where that come from. But when he was coming up through here, that's what I seen. Here comes Bob. Okay, but it wasn't. It wasn't Bob. It was his twin brother, Paul, and I'm sorry uh, for that. I also called everybody Dan instead of David. So, but people call me Mac instead of Mike, so it works out. Okay, we're just all here. This morning, we are going to uh, look at something that I hope Train to win. Have we heard that before? Yeah. yeah. Training to win. This morning we're going to look in Acts chapter 8. Um, it's what is on your blue ribbon. And um, hopefully all of you uh, did your quiet time this morning. Is there anybody in this room that does not know the exact meaning of quiet time? Anyone? Everybody knows what a quiet time is? All right, I want to ask a question. I want to ask a question. You know what? I've got something to whoever can answer it to. Um, I know that we cannot eat in here, okay? So you can eat outside after a while. But I've got two candy bars here. And somewhere along the line, I'm going to ask two questions this morning, and I want to see if you can answer, okay? The first one is a quiet time. Now, you ain't even the, can't even ask the question yet. What's your answer? <laughs> no, that's not it. I'm not asking what a quiet time is. I want to ask a question about it, okay? Uh, everybody said they knew what a quiet time was, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, let me ask a question. <clears throat> if someone asks you... How many quiet times you did this week? And here's the scenario. You had a booklet that had five different readings in the booklet, okay? Now, they handed you this booklet and they said, here's five quiet times for the week. And if you sit down with that booklet on Monday and did one, and then you sit down on Tuesday and did one, and Wednesday and did one, and Thursday and did one, okay? And you come in, and then the next person, one of your friends, decided they wasn't going to do it that way. They was going to do it a better way. So they waited until Friday afternoon, and they sat down and did and read all of it, did all the verses they were supposed to read, all the scripture reading, and they did every one of them, answered all five of them. When they come in and they approach the person who's checking them in, and they said to that person, the one that did all five of them, and they said, "How many quiet times did you do this week?" How many did, did they do? Five. Okay. She says five. Okay, if they look at the other person and said, how many quiet times did you do this week? What would they say? Huh? They said that how many is it? One. one. Why is it one? Okay, all right, very good. Come get your candy bar then. Okay, the answer is one. One, Okay. When you sit down in God's Word, when you sit down and, and read, you can read the whole book of quiet times and answer every question in two hours. But when somebody asks you how many quiet times you did that week, you only did one. Because you only sit down and spent time with God one time. So the person who missed one of the quiet times and, and actually did four, then they did they, they spent more time with God. Even though they did less and maybe did one less in the book, they had four quiet times. They, they spent time with God every day. And remember we was talking about training to win and we was talking about um, the um, three basic things. What were they? Anybody who? What was the first one? Anybody remember? The basic training. What was it? Go to church regularly. Okay, go to church regularly. What was the next one? Read your Bible daily. Your Bible daily. Pray. Pray daily. That's it. That is our basic training. Okay, uh, as a Christian, uh, or as a as a person of God. That's what we're supposed to do. So we're going to look in uh, Acts chapter 8 this morning, what you read this morning, if you did your quiet time, which was reading verses 27 through 40. We're not going to look at all of them this morning, so don't panic, but we are going to look at a couple, uh, a few of the verses this morning uh, real quick. Uh, Before I do, let me open a word of prayer. Okay, everybody. Your Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for all these students and leaders here. and uh, Lord, just thank you for the time that the leaders give. And uh, We thank you for this camp and everybody that runs it and uh, all that they do. Thank you for the breakfast we had this morning, the good food, and the people who served it. And uh, Lord, we just thank you for blessing us. We thank you for blessing us with some rain. And uh, Lord, we just need to wake up each morning and and think about the blessings that you give us. Because you give us so many of them. And Lord, we just thank you for that. We ask you to be with us right now as we look into your word for just a few minutes. Help us to come away with something. And not just to take it in our ears and out the other side or whatever. But just get not only just in our minds. But to take it into our heart and our soul. And to use it in our lives. Lord, we love you and thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. Get rid of that hat. All right. Man, that feels good. All right. This morning, Acts chapter 8, beginning in verse... Uh, y'all beginning in verse 27. I'm going to back up to 26, and I'm going to read real quickly. Okay? It says, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip... And I'm reading now the NIV Bible if you're wondering, okay? Um, now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. Uh, So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, Ethiopian man, who was uh, was an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. Let me throw this in real quick between the lines. Ethiopian, at this time... In history at this time, the Ethiopian people were the meanest people on the earth. Okay? So, keep that in the back of your mind. They were very shrewd, very mean people. Um, they didn't mind um, beating people up, hurting them in any way, doing whatever they had to do, um, um, killing for what they wanted or whatever. They were very mean people back then. Okay? Um uh, goes on to say, this man had gone to Jerusalem to worship. And on his way home, he was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. Okay? He was reading in the book of Isaiah. Um, the spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot, and he heard the man reading Isaiah. Do you understand what you are reading, Philip asked? What, you know, Philip, this, Philip just goes. Okay, first of all, his call came. And God sends an angel and tells Philip, go to that road because you're going to meet this chariot. He didn't tell him what to go the road for, but that's what it was. You're going to meet this chariot and it's got this Ethiopian man in it and you're going to make contact with him. And Philip just walks up to this strange man, one one whose people at the time are some of the meanest, or are the meanest on earth. And he just walks up to it and says, you know what you're reading? Do you know what you're reading? Wow. How many times have you ever walked up to a stranger and just started talking to him about something like that? I don't know about... Your city, but I think most all cities, hopefully they don't. I wish they didn't, but there's gangs around. Some of it's hidden. Some of it you don't know. But if you knew of a person who's like in a gang and you knew this gang was really bad and they probably carry gun or knife or whatever, anything like that, and they just soon use it on you as say hi to you. I mean, and they're sitting there in their car. Are you going to walk up to their car and say, hey, how's it going? You just go up and start talking to them? Or, or go up and ask them a question about God? I mean, really? No? No? We're not. And most of us wouldn't. You would? A- amen to that. That's great. Our call is to talk to people. Our call is to talk to strangers. And that's what Philip did. So Philip says, do you understand what you're reading to a stranger? The reason most of us would not walk up to a stranger, we don't know him. We don't know anything about them. Or maybe we know some bad stuff about them. I don't know. But we, we don't really know them. We don't know their hearts. We don't know their mind. We don't know their name. We don't know how they're going to react to what we say. We don't know them. That's why we won't walk up to strangers. We should know one thing about them. They have a soul, just like we do. And that soul needs to be saved, just like ours has or ours needs to be. Okay? They have a soul, just like us. Do you understand what you're reading, Philip asked? How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me, so he invited Philip to come and sit with him. Come on up here and set in my chariot with me. So he invited Philip to get up in there and sit with him in the chariot. He didn't understand what he was reading. How many show of hands? How many of you have ever sat down and read the Bible? Doesn't matter which Bible it is, whether it's the King James, New King James, the NIV, uh, you know, the uh, American Standard, and not understood what you just read. How many of you? Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. You know what we should do? The exact same thing that the Ethiopian man just did. He invited Philip to come up. And sat with him so he could talk to him and ask him questions. And that's what we need to do. We don't have to invite an Ethiopian man because probably don't see many of them. But when you read something in the Bible, when you read something in God's Word, and as soon as you finish reading it, you say, uh, man, I don't know what I just read. Ask somebody. If your parents are knowledgeable of the Bible, then go to them and ask them. I just read this. Can you help me understand what it says? If not, ask your Sunday school teacher. Ask a leader. Ask your pastor, your youth pastor, whoever. Ask your counselors here at camp. Ask any, anybody that's around. And if nobody's around, find somebody Call somebody on the phone. Don't shut your Bible and say, well, I read today, and walk off. Because if you do that, you are no more knowledgeable than you was before you opened that Bible. Because if you don't understand what you read, then you're not going to grow spiritually. It's like being an athlete. Okay, and they hand you a playbook and and you just read through the playbook and you don't understand a thing it said closing it up and throwing it up on the shelf then you go to practice and you don't ask anybody and the coach says go in and do this you have no idea what he's even talking about because you didn't understand it same way with the history in school if you read your history book and you're, you're uh teacher says, read this chapter. And then you sit there and you read or something and everything. She says, anybody got any questions? And you sit there like this. And you don't understand it, but you're, you're scared to ask. Why, why are we scared to ask? Because we don't want everybody to think we're dumb. We don't want people to think we don't know what we're reading or what we're doing. Why do people sit in a room with 50 or 70 or 150 other people, and they're sitting there and their soul needs saved. They have not turned their life over to Jesus Christ. They have not accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. But you know what? All these people sitting around, I'm embarrassed. I'm not going to do it. Don't be embarrassed. Never be embarrassed about things like that. You learn from asking. And that's the same thing with this here. If we don't understand it... I need to use my clicker once in a while, don't I? If you don't understand something when you read it, then ask so your knowledge will grow. Don't you want to get smarter Wouldn't you like to get really smarter in God's Word so that you can pick it up and read it and one day you'll be able to sit down and understand what you're reading? You probably never go understand. Well, yeah, y'all smarter than me, so you probably will. I still read and I don't understand everything I'm reading. And I have to ask. And I go to pastors all the time. And sometimes I honestly... I'm a little nervous when I go and sit down in front of a pastor and think, if I ask this question, they're going to say, why we got this dude in our church? He don't even know anything. You know? But they're not that way. You know what? They always answer my question. And they always pray with me after they answer my question. And that's the last thing I'm going to leave you with is, before you get ready to read, Before you get ready to read God's Word, have a little short prayer and ask God to help you to understand it. And when you finish, if you still don't have that full understanding, then go and ask somebody else. Okay? Ask somebody else so that your knowledge will grow. Is there anybody in this room that does not want to grow spiritually. Okay, I didn't think so. Okay. Tonight, we're going to pick up right there at verse 32 and go on through verse 40. And we'll talk about that and see what, uh, we'll find out what the Ethiopian man was reading about and we'll find out about why God sent Philip to see him, okay? And you all probably already know the answer, because you read it this morning when you read your uh, quiet times. But we're going to dig into it just a little bit (coughs) deeper tonight, okay? I'm going to have a word of prayer. After I do, you have... uh, Counselor, sitting around you. If you if you have any questions about anything, or about your spiritual growth, or about uh, anything to do with your life, talk to your counselor. You got time. There's always time here at camp. So take the time to do that. And I know a lot of you probably be nervous about coming up to this old man. telling him, You can come up and talk to me anytime. I'll sit down and talk to you anytime, day or night. And, and I love every one of you. So, you know, it it just be like talking to my own children. So, you know, don't be afraid to come to me and if you have a question or anything, okay? Um, I'm going to pray. And after I pray, i got one question to give away this Hershey bar, okay? It's a simple question. has nothing to do with this lesson, okay? Let's pray. Dear Father, we thank you this morning for being in here with us. Thank you for uh, letting us look into your word just for just a short moment. Thank you for uh, allowing us to be able to accept your Son as our Savior, Lord. And thank you for allowing us to be able to have a relationship with you. Thank you for believing that we can reach your people, that you send us or, or call us to be disciples for You, to go out and talk to strangers and bring them to your, to your words. And, Lord, we just thank You for that. Lord, we thank You for each one of these students and, and leaders here this morning. And, uh, Lord, we know that You love us all. Just ask You to let us have a great day out here at camp. Have a lot of fun. And bring us back together tonight for more of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Alright. One one time. First one I see, raise your hand. Let me get a focused vision. Okay? Here we go. All right. When I say three, you gotta raise your hand. You ready? One, two, three. Oh. Let's do it again. I didn't see it. Alright, ready? Let me let me close my eyes. Alright, ready? One. Two, three. All right, right here, blue shirt. Stand up. Let me ask you a question. You ready for this question? How many feet in a mile? Got counts three. One, two, three. Shh. Need an answer. Don't know? Okay, you're good. A lot of us don't know. I didn't know until I read in a book about 75 years ago. Okay. All right. Put your hands down real quick. Let me ask the youngest man in the house sitting back here. How many feet's in a mile? 5,280. He's exactly right. You get the candy bar because he can't eat chocolate. Thank him. Thank him for answering your prayer. I mean answering your question. Yeah. All right. (laughs) He was praying for that candy bar.